Welcome to Dreamers to Leaders, keeping it real with Melody podcast. Melody is a classic dreamer who started as a flight attendant and worked her way to now a tech fashion trendsetter, thought leader, and dynamic entrepreneur in various industries. This podcast is for the dreamers and doers. Learn how to think, act, and speak big as business leaders share how they turned from dreamers to leaders. Hello, everyone. My name is Melody, and I am the host of Dreamers to Leaders podcast. Our guest today is Mark Anthony Nichols. He is a two-time Emmy Award-winning supervising producer for top-rated mainstream talk shows like um, Kelly Clarkson, Tyra Banks, and The Ellen DeGeneres Show. He has been inducted in the Asia Hall of Fame and uh, among other outstanding awards from multi-categories from different organizations. He is also actively involved in nonprofit organizations like the Phil M. Arts, which is a nonprofit that is dedicated to help Filipino artists. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, Melody. Oh my God, it's so great to be here on your show. And uh, I've heard so much about your show and I'm just so glad that I'm finally here. You are here, my friend. And before we dive in and um, listen and hear about your journey as an entertainer, as an entrepreneur, Let's first dive in on how it was for you, you know, starting in uh, the industry and show business and 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 the business world. How was it like starting? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, um, I come from humble beginnings. I was actually born in the Philippines and I came here when I was four years old. Um, uh, My mom and dad, literally, my mom was a banker. My dad was a truck driver. So. I didn't grow up with a lot. Like me and my sister slept, we had a one bedroom apartment. Me and my sister slept in the bedroom and my mom and dad slept in the living room. But as a little kid, I didn't know what a one bedroom was or like a mansion, but all I knew that like I had a roof over my shoulder, uh, over my shoulder, over over my shoulders and over my head. <laughs> Why not? And, and I was just like, uh, and I just felt the love from them. And I knew at an early age that I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry and I would always walk I walked home from school and I would go straight to the television and my mom's like why aren't you playing with the other kids or playing football and basketball and I'm like, mom I really enjoy television at the age of seven I was literally dissecting the monologue the dialogue the lining the wardrobe at the wow. age of seven and my mom was like you're always watching television and I'm like I love it so much. And I'm like, mom, what are the names of those uh, uh, names at the end of the television screen? And she's like, oh, Anak, those are called credits and credits. So those <laughs> are all the people that help with the show. And I'm like, mom, one day I'm going to have my name at the end of the credits, at the end of I the credits talk show. And I manifested that like at the age of seven. It's crazy. Yeah. It's super crazy. You know, um, I came from a family where most of them back in Asia, most of them are in in the entertainment field. So, um, you know, it's the same. I remember stories of my uh, my grandfather, um, Jerry DeLeon. I don't know if you you would know him, but uh, he he, um, Hall of Famer in terms of directing. But um, he 
he's a doctor, he was a doctor, but passion was directing. But as a kid, the story was he would be always after school in the movies. You know, I think it was mm -hmm. silent movies at that time. But also like you, analyzing everything, just mesmerized with the whole uh, cinema, the world of uh, of cinema, right? So, yeah. uh, so listening to you, it seemed like the, there is that um, that uh, tinge of truth with the American dream, right? You yes. Of uh, of something, and here in America, that mm -hmm. that is that is possible. But I guess anywhere in the world, if you if you really just put all the your love effort and whatnot. So let's start with with how it was in terms of the challenges that you faced, and how did you pick yourself up? Yes, M Melody, like uh, one of the challenges I face is like, of course, uh, um, every mom and dad wanted their children to be in the medical field, but I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like needles. I don't like blood. I don't like anything. But like, I loved my mom so much that she's like, Anna, can you be a pharmacist? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> mom, I will. So I actually got a job at Kaiser Permanente here in California, Bellflower, California. And I got a job as a pharmacy assistant. And I was always reprimanded for talking to the patients because I <laughs> love talking. And I'm like, oh my God, Mr. Smith, what prescription are you going to be picking up? Oh my God, how's your wife? Oh my God, are you You're feeling good? So, and, and there was probably like 50 patients that, trying to pick up their medicine, but I always spent at least five minutes with a patient saying like, how's the family? It's getting cold. It's winter. You better stay warm. So I was just like, I always had a passion of talking to people and seeing how they're doing. So fast forward, I was there for five years and I was getting always reprimanded by my pharmacy <laughs> manager, he would go, Mark, you're always talking too much. Mark, get them in and out. Mark, we, we have a line. And I'm just like, this is not for me. I'm so sorry. So then uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. So temporarily, I got a job as a server, as a waiter at Olive Garden. Now, Melody, you've heard of Olive Garden before, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love their soup, salad, and breadstick. It's soup, so salad, good. Bread. Yes. <laughs> oh my god yes uh, i think that's one of my dad's uh, place to bring the family <laughs> it's but, yeah. so good and, and and even till now i like always go there and i'm reminded of my stomping grounds so i was like got a job as a waiter and i was the best waiter they got because i was getting tips and tips and tips and so like i was telling my um co-workers at olive garden my dreams of wanting to become in the entertainment industry so one of the lessons i learned not a lot of people know is that people always say like protect your dreams don't let anyone don't tell your dreams to anybody but for me it's the total opposite and i want all your viewers and your listeners to know that you should tell your dreams to everyone and anyone you meet because it just takes one person out there to make those dreams come true and for me it was Lindsay who works at the Olive Garden she she's like Mark I'm leaving and I'm like where are you going she's like I just got a job as a production coordinator on a reality show and I'm like 
this is my big break. And I'm like, please think of me because I always wanted to break into the entertainment industry. And two weeks later, I get a call from Lindsay Mark. There's a production assistant job available. It's not the glamorous job in the world. Literally, you have to get coffee. You have to drive the producers. I, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm there. I just need my foot in the door. Even though it paid minimum wage, I didn't care because my passion was so engrossed into becoming part of the entertainment world. And then I worked at the reality show. I had a smile on the by face. I was getting lunch orders. I was driving people, <laughs> I was cleaning the toilet. I didn't care because I was part of like uh, the, the industry that I always wanted to do. And then for me, like the show ended and I'm like, now what I'm going to do? Second lesson I want you and your listeners to learn, work hard because it will never go unnoticed. So my work, hard work didn't go unnoticed because one of the producers got a job at MTV and she's like, Mark, I need you to be my casting assistant. And I'm like, what is that? And she's like, basically you go around Disneyland, you go to clubs, you go at the parks, you get me 15 gorgeous people who have big personalities take them to MTV Santa Monica, California. And every Friday, I'm going to select them and take them off to dating games and um, uh, and shows like that. I didn't know I was so good. I guess I was because I was always talking a lot. I exceeded <laughs> for 15 people. It's 30 people now. I got promoted from a casting assistant to a casting producer to now a casting director to MTV. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the life I've always dreamed of. I was working there for three years. Now, Melody, and during those three years as a casting director, I thought like God and the universe said like, this is it. This is what you long to be. But no, I get the phone call of my lifetime in my office at MTV and ring, ring. And I'm like, hello. They're like, hello, Mark. This is the Tyra Banks show. And I'm like, yes, how may I help you? Tyra Banks and the executive producers heard of your casting skills. They want to interview you to be the casting mm -hmm. booking producer of the Tyra Banks show. So I got the job, moved my life from Los Angeles to New York. And that's how... My name spread like wildfire on the talk shows. And then I worked for Ellen DeGeneres show, the Kelly Clarkson show, and now the talk on CBS. And I've been in this industry for more than 15 years. And that's way, uh -huh. basically where I, I began. Thank you so much for sharing, uh, for sharing that journey. I'm having uh, goosebumps. Uh, it's just one 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 open door, one door after another opening up for you. And I totally get it. You know, when when you put your your passion, your energy, mm -hmm. right, and your hard work, as you said, it does not go unnoticed. So, it, it, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go unnoticed at all. And I just I, I, I wanted to remind you guys that, like, you know, I lived in a one bedroom apartment. I My mom and dad was a banker and truck driver. I was always bullied as a kid for being Filipino, for being gay, for uh, speaking uh, um, another language. And I just felt that the, the odds were against me. But you just have to believe and always protect your dreams. Because look at me, I was serving uh, pasta and pizza at Olive Garden. And now I'm serving two Emmys. I know. So let's talk about that. Let, thank you. Talk about, walk us through the first Emmy uh, Award. I mean, receiving that, hearing your name and really being acknowledged by the industry for your 
hard work. It, it, it is. It is. And um, I always like thought to myself, every single talk show, every single show, I'm always the only Filipino producer there. And it's just so sad that Hollywood hasn't given the Filipinos a chance like to shatter that ceiling. Yes, we may have cracked the ceiling to get like the Filipinos notice. And I know a lot of Filipinos want to be in front of the camera. A lot of Filipinos want to be producers in back of the camera. And it just saddens me always that I'm in a room full of uh, Caucasian white men and i'm always the first and only filipino filipino producer there trying to pitch them ideas of like asian stories or filipino stories and honestly it saddens me that every time i do pitch it it does always gets denied but that makes me a stronger person because every no it will be two yeses in the future. And look at these two yeses. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. So, so how was it so, like? So now getting that first Emmy and yeah. then the second, and, uh, you know, we, we want to, to see more to be in the Hall of Fame, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I always, like, I was on stage and... I literally, Melody, got flashbacks of my life. When they were, like, saying that, like, you know, the outstanding talk show, I really didn't ever think that I could ever reach this goal because, basically, the Emmys is uh, the goal, the acknowledgement that you'll receive in television. Like, how the Grammys are for music or how the Oscars are for movies. The Emmys are for television and it's the yeah. epitome and it's the golden standard of hierarchy that exactly. one can get. And uh, for me, being the only Filipino on that stage for both the, these Emmys, it was just like a dream come true. And these two Emmys are honestly, it's it's not for me, I always say this, but it's also for every Filipino who has a dream, for every Filipino who has been bullied and who has been ridiculed. And I just want you to know that, you know, this Emmy isn't for me. These Emmys aren't for me. It's also for the Filipino community and also the Philippines, because mind you, I was born there, so my heart was born there, but I may live here and won this Emmy and my heart always lives with the grace of God that like these two Emmys are for the Filipino community. It weighs so much that I have to like, literally like put it down 15 pounds. Look how big it is, Melody. Wow. It's literally <laughs> the size of my chest to the top of my head. So you can see it's <laughs> well over like 15. But yeah, so like uh, whenever I was on stage, I just reminded myself that like dreams honestly do come true. And with uh, hard work that anything could happen. Nothing was handed to me in a in a silver platter. Like I had to like dig and claw my way up to get these two Emmys and to be noticed. Did you say 15 pounds? Do you sometimes yes. in the morning get those two instead of a dumbbell? <laughs> you use those awards yes. to motivate you more <laughs> yeah i'm like this I'm, it's so heavy it's so heavy yeah so but, yeah um, like listening to you there's also the why i hear the why right so and as they say what fuels a person to just keep moving forward to keep reaching higher heights right mm -hmm. is because they have that powerful why and for you it's it's hoping to break that that proverbial uh, ceiling, right? And allow 
others to shine, right? There's a yes. mentality of the abundance mentality. It can't just be in one, one um, type of people, right? Mm-hmm. It's the talent. The talent is everywhere. And I think that's also where you have, where you shine as a um, casting director. You could mm-hmm. see beyond, beyond whatever the, the typical, the stereotype of what could be the talent that, that the, the mass audience can, you know, can perceive as talent. You can see beyond. Uh, correct, correct. And that's what I always say. Like another lesson I want you and your viewers to know is that like, uh, you know, whenever I was a casting director and until this day, I have these things called ABCs. And so whenever I meet someone do and I'm like, do they ha- do they have what it takes to be a producer? Do they have what it takes to be an actress? So I, it, as I was a casting director many years ago on MTV, I always had these ABCs whenever a person walks through the casting audition. A is the attitude. Do they have the attitude to be this person on television? Do they have the positive attitude? Do they have this kind of like, you know, charisma? So A is the attitude. B is the brains. Do they, are they knowledgeable of this, this show? Are they knowledgeable of the script? Did they actually prepare? Do they have C, which is the confidence? Do they have the confidence to electrify not only the people that are working on stage, but to electrify the people and the home viewers? So then like, I always bring that then that was like 15 years ago. And I always bring those ABCs whenever I meet someone like, Hey Mark, like I really want to be like an actor. Hey Mark, I really want to be a producer. And I'm like, literally eye to eye with them. And I'm always thinking to myself, I'm like, does this person have the A, B, and Cs? Because if they do have the A, B, and Cs, like I'll go for it. And if they're not fully invested in the A, B, Cs, I'll let them know what to work on. Because like, I feel that if it's their dreams, they should know what they, there's room for improvement. I like it because um, it's almost like saying this is the foundation. You can't go to D E F G H I J K if you don't have the ABC, right? Correct, <laughs> but, uh, correct. It's 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 interesting that you said A is for attitude and B is for brains. It's not beauty. It's not the superficial. Uh, and I think that's also for the viewers to know that, that hey, yeah, your right, looks right. can only get you so far. But it's correct, and, uh, and we all know looks will fade. Um, as you get older, but one thing that will not fade is the beauty that's inside. And a lot of the times I know that the person in front of me when I'm casting is not like the greatest looker or it's not the model, but I'd rather cast her or put her in a movie or film than the god, the one that looks like the goddess. Because if this person that's like average looking has what it takes, then I'll totally pick them. So beauty could only go so far. And so like, I'll pick the person that has those A, B, and Cs. Right, right, right. So, so for our viewers out there, it's good to 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 do um a self check. You know, uh, are you doing something to boost your confidence? Right. Yeah, and always, always dress for the part too. You don't want to be rolling in when you're meeting someone of authority in your sweats or in a hoodie. And also, like uh, for me, it's also dress to impress. And for me, if you want something, you have to dress the part. If you want to be a talk show host, dress the part. If you want to be a producer, dress the part. Because it only takes one, and because a person has five seconds to five judge seconds. you. 
And we only I, have five seconds to, and the, the thing that we're judging is the appearance. So we only have five seconds. And you, I, like I said, you may not look like the most amazing looker in the room, but if you pre you're presentable and if you speak clearly, then you'll get the attention. It just takes five seconds to, to yeah, get that. That totally validates um, why we are here today having this one-on-one -on -one and later meeting each other face-to-face -face and me actually touching your, your Emmy Awards. <laughs> it's, it's because the first five seconds, the first few seconds really with you, the first hello, what was the, do you remember what our conversation was? The first hello, like, <laughs> I like your energy. I think it was you or it was me who, who, who said that, right? Yes. So, so energy was the first thing. It was all over the phone. There's no face-to-face, -face, but the energy was enough for us oh to carry God. our conversation. Isn't that, isn't that true? <laughs> I, I think it's, it, it's so amazing how, you know, voice is energy. And a lot of people don't know that voice is energy. Voice translates into your cell phones to the, another line, you know, and we feel that when someone is smiling, even though they're like at home, we know that someone is sad, just the tone of their voice. So with so with energy, your voice is your energy. And that's why we like, hey, we're like so happy that we met each other. Exactly. And I think more so, more so in the entertainment field, there's so much layers of, um, of barriers that you have to really tackle in mm -hmm. order to 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 get through, let's say, the audience or to the people that would make decisions, etc. Because uh, how you are behind the camera and how it's projected on the screen, if the wattage, right? Your wattage. If if your smile has that thousand whatever volt of uh, of energy, it does penetrate. It does uh, show, right? Where yeah. Right now, I could feel your, a, feel your energy. <laughs> yeah. And my like when I'm producing shows, like I'm always smiling. And whenever I'm in front of the camera, I'm always smiling at it. Well, I think it's because like I'm just I walk into CBS studios sometimes every single day so grateful and so thankful that like I'm here. I am thankful for the almighty God and the universe for blessing me with this life. And you know, sometimes like I do pinch myself whenever I'm walking on stage or when I'm meeting celebrities and I'm just like, this is what dreams are made of. And uh, looking back as like a person in high school getting bullied or a server, you know, serving soup salad and breadsticks to winning my Emmys, it's like <laughs> a level of things. And I'm just like, I worked in silence behind closed doors and I knew that this is what I wanted. And like, I was never like, I was always humbled and I was always like trying to help people. As I get to the top, I try to pull as many people as I can to the top because there's always room for everybody at the top. And I'm just, it just saddens me that like, there's this crab mentality where people try to like wow. uh, pull each other down. And for me, that's not how the way that, how, how my life works, you know? And that's why like, yeah. I have a new, show that like I'm always like promoting I know so we're going to touch on that really quickly uh on uh meeting all these celebrities you know from yes from Ellen to Kelly Clarkson Tyra, Tyra uh and all their guests that are also A-listers what has been was was there any uh teaching moment or 
or something that you really took away from 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 those uh, celebrities who have reached you know that the pinnacle of 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 success at say in talk show or or what have you is there one major takeaway or, or an aha moment that you would have not learned had you not met this celebrity or this mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so of course, like I, like I've worked with Sharon Osborne, and she's just such an amazing person. And one day, I was like literally in her dressing room, and she's like, "Mark, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just having a bad day." And she always told me, like, "Mark." everything is temporary, nothing is permanent. And you just have to like walk out of my dressing room knowing that you are hand selected to be only seven producers on this show. And in my mind, I don't really think of like, uh, just me. I just think like it's my life, but like, just to think like, as an outsider, there's only seven producers for every talk shows. And you know how many producers there are in Hollywood, in the world that want to have this position. And so honestly, um, Sharon always says, just work hard. Don't let anything get you down. You are a masterpiece. Mark, you are an asset to this company. Remember who you are and don't let anyone push you around. Don't let anyone take what you have because you, Mark, you alone are the only person in this world that can say you are Mark Anthony Nicholas. You are an original. You are not a copycat. You are not a Xerox copy. You are one person in this billion in this billion humanitarian world. And just remember, you are that one person and no one else can be like you. And whenever I got out of that dressing room, I'm like, damn right, no one is like me. <laughs> no one can produce like me. No one can talk like me. No one can look like me. No one could have my voice and no one can do whatever I do. So we always have to remember Melody and it goes for you and the viewers at home. You are original. Don't let everyone tell you that they're other. And uh, that's what I always say that you, you are one of a kind. And for me, that's a lesson learned. You always have to remind yourself you're one of a kind out of all these billions of people. You are not going to find a Melody. You are not going to find a Mark Anthony Nicholas, right? I'd like to take the opportunity to also pitch the book that is launching. It's called Celebrate. So okay. um, it, it's celebrate and it's, and it's spelled S-E-L-L. -L, so like celebrating. But yes. and in that book, it talks really about that. Celebrating your uniqueness is what I gathered that resonated. Yeah. Uh, that's aligning with the book. Uh, the yeah. first five seconds, you know, is super important because that's that could make or break uh, a deal. And the passion, the energy, the enthusiasm, all that needs to needs to be included like in your ABC in order mm -hmm. to close a deal, in order to yes. celebrate, you know, success, in order to have success. So now let's talk about your amazing show that is airing on March 24th, right? March 24th. Yes. So it's just March. around the corner and it's it has, and oh, I love the title. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about that. Tell me about, um, you know, what went on uh, for you to, how did you pitch it? <laughs> and, and how is it that now you are launching it? I don't think I've ever like told this story before. I've always wanted to be um, having, being in front of the camera and having my own show. So I was pitching GMA, which is an amazing 
top Filipino network, like GMA has is around is over a hundred countries. So I was pitching them so many ideas, and I'm like, okay, how about me singing to across America <laughs> and making people smile? And I, they're like, no, and I'm like. How about me going to restaurants and learning how to cook? They're like, no. And then I'm like, oh gosh. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, how about me interviewing Filipino trailblazers? And they're like, we like that idea. They're like, but we have so many Filipino talk shows that interview Filipino uh, guests. So what makes yours so different? I'm like, this is the aha moment. I will tell you what makes mine so different. I am wanting to pitch you an idea called Make Your Mark, where I interview Filipino trailblazers that have made their mark in their chosen field. So whether you're a chef or an entrepreneur, a real estate agent, a singer, anything and everything, I want to interview that person to see how they made it how they impacted their community and how they reached their goal of success. I said, but there is a catch. I'm inviting a second guest, a teenager or a 20 year old who idolizes and who wants to be like the trailblazer. So if I get a teenager or a 20 year old who wants to be a chef, a teenager or a 20 year old who wants to be a singer, I am giving them full access mm -hmm. of this trailblazers who have already been in this situation of being the scene longing for a dream. So now this trailblazer is the mentor and now this youngin is the mentee. So with both of us, all three of us, we're gonna collaborate and make a show none other than itself. There's no other show like this in mainstream. There's no other show like this in the Filipino network. So I think I made an amazing show that is a give back, giveaway a good feel-hearted feeling and that's what like I love it's like getting to know these people but helping others along the way wow you know what's 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 awesome about that is you know how um even in makeup you see transformation right and people like that people yeah. like to see uh transformation and what you're going to to show our audience, your audience, is how you can transform. So there's a lot of subliminal uh, messaging there, right? Like, hey, this Correct. is how you look now, but this could be you, right? And then yes, there's that, yes. um, how, you know, The Apprentice is, was also a show people resonated. Even, yeah. um, even with the Tara Banks uh, with the, um, the fashion show. Right. Uh, the top models. top model. Mm -hmm. Top model. So those that don't really look like models, but they get transformed along the way. And there are people like that that get hooked on on seeing that transformation. Yeah. And I think with you, with um, there could be a second part of that where um and then you just add it where now this is them, you know, fast forward. Those exactly, people. exactly. And I've gotten so many like great guests, of course, like Boyabunda, of course, King of Talk, Jessica Soho, Megasar, journalist. I got Kenneth Barless, who is an ultimate, ultimate fashion designer who's dressed Janet Jackson, Carrie Underwood. I've gotten Renella Ferrer, who opened up wow. for Nelly mm -hmm. and who sings the national anthem for the Lakers and mm -hmm. all these amazing things. So it's like, I interview like the top, uh, top trailblazers that <laughs> will inspire these young, young people.
So that's truly you being so creative and very um, business minded as well. So the art and the science to it. Yes. I think what you have uh, cooking in there. Yeah. Because if you look at, um, you know, what's really successful and what has the highest rating, you know, from American Idol to the mm -hmm. America's Top Model, et cetera, et cetera. It's looking at talent. So you having that talent already for casting. Mm -hmm. You could see yes. who could potentially be the best apprentice, the best uh, mentee, and yes. and passing also the mentor for this mentee. So using your your already tested, mm -hmm. uh, multi awarded yes. talent, using that, and then casting the right people, partnering them, and showing people how the evolution happens. Yeah. And I think I think I got like a, a little bit. Uh, I feel like this show is a little bit of all the shows I worked on <laughs> because the Ellen DeGeneres show is all about giving back, making a change in the world, making like a people's lives a little better. So Make Your Mark is kind of like that too. So that's from Ellen. With Tyra, I feel like she's so down to earth and so like, even though like you're a top model, you're all be humble and be down to earth when talking to your guests. So I learned from Ellen about like the, the giving back. I learned from Tyra being humble and Kelly, just be entertaining and be at that moment and letting it shine. So like with all these three mega women, mega stars, I think like all Ellen and Tyra and Kelly now is all in, in me making, make your mark. So I just uh, realized that, you know, there's a little bit of all those talk shows on make your mark. So you'll see it when you, when you see the show. I know. So we are so looking forward. Even the title, I think encapsulates the, the, the theme of yes. what you're trying to do here, making your mark. So wonderful, very brilliant, brilliant. Um, oh. Uh, idea. So, so um, share with our audience how they can make sure that they support your show and learn uh, from your show. Yes, how, yes. How was that process? <laughs> yes, uh, my fellow family and friends, please support and watch Make Your Mark on GMA Pinoy TV. It'll air in over 100 countries like the United States. Canada, New Zealand, Australia, of course, the Philippines, and many more. So all you have to do is subscribe to GMA Pinoy TV um, and follow mm -hmm. them on Instagram, which is GMA Pinoy TV. Also, you could follow me on Instagram, and my name is right there, at Mark Anthony Nicholas. So that's my Instagram name, at Mark Anthony Nicholas. And there you'll get the behind the scenes on all my Insta stories, what goes on producing, you'll see Make Your Mark, you'll see CBS, and basically you'll see like the day of the life of a, a Filipino person who has made their dreams come true. I love it. Hey, uh, and true to our theme with the dreamers to leaders so you're you're one of the epitome of what is uh was a dreamer and will always be dreamers right yeah <laughs> now leader with those two beautiful 15 pound gold-plated emmy behind you wow. <laughs> this is for everybody you guys we I did it <laughs> we did it we did it and more to come right mark yes so, many um, more to come 
So for, for our audience out there, um, you know, of course, we're here. We're here to support. Let's support. And, um, you know, Mark, this concludes our show. Wishing you continued success and see you later. Thank you so much, Melody. You're awesome. You're an awesome host. Thank you out there. You got this. Till next time.